0: In 1981, a journalist returned to his hometown, Sucre, Colombia, to investigate the long-forgotten 27-year-old murder of his close friend, Santiago Nazar, and the townspeople who literally stood by and watched it all happen. It was an unusual Monday morning on February 8, 1954, in Sucre, Colombia, when Santiago Nazar was awake at 5.30 a.m. to see the bishop disembark his boat and bless the town. Santiago was dressed in white men over from the San Roman wedding revels so of the night before, the 21-year-old headed to the docks and watched disappointingly as the bishop passed the town with a blessing at 6.10 a.m. By 7 a.m., Santiago would be, quote, carved up like a pig by the Ricardo brothers. Drunk and desperate to reclaim their family honor, the twin brothers slaughtered Santiago Nassar based on the questionable accusation of their younger sister. What follows is the eyewitness accounts given 27 years later. This podcast attempts to piece together the events of that fateful Monday when Santiago Mazar became a victim of ricardo's and maybe of the entire town. This is Super Town. Hello, and welcome to Season 1, Episode 5 of Supertown. I'm Liam. I'm Jane. I'm Simon.
1: And I'm Tiffany. Today we'll be looking at the lives of Victoria husband in the uniform a mother-daughter pair and investigate how their history with Santiago's daughter prevented them from warning of his impending death. After digging through transcripts from interviews with Victoria and Camina decades after the tragedy, we were able to assemble the events that occurred in Santiago's own home before and on the day of the murder.
2: Victoria Guzman greatly disliked Santiago Nassar. It is for this reason that on the day of his death, Victoria recalled sunny weather rather than an overcast sky and drizzling rain, as many other townspeople remembered it. The question is, why did Victoria despise Santiago so much? The answer, when Victoria was a teenager, she had been seduced by Ibrahim Nassar, Santiago's father, and they engaged in an affair for several years. When it was over, Ibrahim made Victoria his cook and house servant. She took out her resentment on Santiago Nassar. She loathed him, claiming in a recent interview that, quote, he was just like his father, a shit. She feared Santiago would do the same to dimming the her daughter from another man, and did whatever she could to keep the two in part as much as possible. Victoria disliked Santiago so much, in fact, that she never called him by his name, only addressing him as white man.
1: To be floor, however, feared Santiago, but did not hold the same hidden anger toward him as her mother, even taking the time to leave the back door unlocked for him in case of emergency, in spite of Santiago's mother's order to keep the door barred. Nevertheless, there was a sense of fear there. In an interview, Davina recalled that Santiago was aggressive toward her, ordering her and grabbing her inappropriately, just as he, quote, always did when he caught her alone. He did not fail to keep up that pattern on the morning of his death, giving Davina, quote, an awful urge to cry. morning of that fateful day, when Santiago returns to the wedding revels, Victoria Guzman was making coffee in the kitchen. He tells her to have Davina wake him up at 5.30 and that he'll have coffee then. After he went to bed, Victoria Guzman receives a message from Matilda Abelta, the owner of a dairy shop and bar across the street that the Vicario twins are going to kill Santiago. At 5.30, Victoria Boothman sent
3: down to right, Saranjava clothes. She said to her daughter that she, quote, never was a chance to keep her daughter losing her loss in the same room. When she went down to the kitchen, the parents, she to lunch, she before her her coffee, the she was preparing to be lunch. allowed to feed them before serving her coffee in the shop. As he took the coffee from her, Saturday, the that, she made never recall that Santiago Satiago reference of that, quote, the time she comes over her to pay. She the story of Jesus' suspicion that Satiago's of the full behavior correctly. She's very much older than I think Santiago and back off. He later reported to be an actual would who was accused of it by then, so they moved out of the way, and Santiago to leave the house. Later, at 7 o'clock, the violence was told to some murder. The Victoria decided to tell Santiago's mother of Placida after the quit his Placida asked Victoria if he could Santiago if Victoria lied and told she did not yet know whether it was the plan. he came down to his line coffee an hour earlier.
1: As for
2: Divina, she thought she had seen Santiago return home safely and go up to the bedrooms just before the killing, and, therefore, did not worry about the rumors of the murder. Her plan to keep the back door unbarred, unfortunately, wasn't enough to save Santiago, from what the trial's judge believed to be, quote, a death so clearly torture.
0: Victoria's vengeful attitude to Santiago was not apparent to the other townspeople at the time of the murder. She so originally insisted that she and Davina were entirely oblivious to the Ricardo brothers' diabolical plan to kill him. Over time, however, Victoria gradually admitted that she had received the message from to Darmenta. and in an interview, Victoria discussed why she did not warn Santiago when she had the chance. She claimed, and she quote, didn't warn him because she had thought his jumper to talking.
2: However, in a later interview with Divina Flor, her true motive was brought to light. This interview occurred after Victoria died, and so it was then that Divina finally admitted that, quote, in the depths of her heart, Victoria wanted them to kill him. Victoria's long history of suffering at the hands of the Nassar family led to her desire for harm to come to Santiago and her decision to not warn him of his imminent death on that fateful morning. Divina, on the other hand, had tried to help Santiago, as stated, by leaving the back door unlocked in case of emergency. Her actions lead to the question, why did she leave the back door unlocked for Santiago, but not actually warn him of the Vicario brothers' scheme?
1: Dina answered the question in an interview after her mother died, stating that she, quote, didn't warn him because she was nothing but a frightened child at the time, incapable of a decision of her own. She only became more frightened with Santiago grabbed her that morning, twice. As a result, rather than directly warning Santiago, the most she had the courage to do was leave the back door unbolted for him, a plan that ultimately upset her.
3: First, people the of serving for breakfast, Clearly, since they chose to build the problem, Victoria and Tina are at least permanently responsible for the death of San and